0: They lost a marriage because they were working too much. The music behind that is very much just like a movie. It's 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 helping tell that story. And then all of the coloring and the cameras he uses are all, you know, Netflix quality, um, t- cinematic type stuff with the coloring and stuff. So it really gives a cinematic feel to the storytelling. So it's just it's a combination of storytelling that's very compelling with that entrepreneurial piece that makes it much different than masterclass. You'll Oh
1: Thank you so much for tuning into Journey with Christian D. Evans podcast. I'm your host, as always, Christian D. Evans. And boy, guys, we have someone special on today. You ever sit there and you're on your TV and maybe you're running a seven-figure business and you're listening to Shark Tank and you listen to all these other business entrepreneur kind of things. It's like, man, this is awesome. I want to be in it. I want to know more. Maybe you're sitting there on YouTube and you're like, man, I love this content, but I want deeper stuff. I want more intelligent. I want higher level stuff. Well, guess what? That's the reason why I have this guy on. He is the co-founder and CEO. CEO of Visible TV, but before he actually produced this incredible, amazing platform. He was a consultant and entrepreneur. He has worked with people like Target, Neiman Marcus, Starbucks, Holiday Inn. And what's so interesting is you went from that side of things into this new platform saying, realizing that a lot of people are looking for that higher level business strategy, tactics, business concepts to learn from higher expert people that are just like us. We're not talking about the Gary V's, the Tony Robbins. We're talking about mid-tier people that are going out there hustling. And we got to figure out, hey, how do we turn a dollar into five, six, seven, and obviously scale and go from there. And that's the reason why I want to have this guy on. Please welcome the CEO, the co-founder of Blizzable TV, Paul Klein. How are you doing today, my man?
0: Doing awesome, man. I love the energy. I love the energy. This is going to be a great interview. I can already tell.
1: Well, Paul, I'm really excited about it as well because see what I found so interesting is first of all, you have an immense experience um, in, in developing you know, just incredible consulting and entrepreneurship, but also you found out that, okay, there's a lot of people that are looking for more of this, right, more higher level stuff, Uh, definitely this mid tier. Uh, And so, you know, first of all, before we dive into visible TV, and obviously the future of what's what's going on, and the value that you've been able to generate for so many people. Tell me, at what point in your journey did that idea come to you? You're like, wow, this is it, I got to figure this out.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, as a friend of, uh, of mine and our, our good friend, Justin uh, Shank, uh, Mike Kim says uh, entrepreneurship is a life sentence. And uh, I don't know where he got that line, but I got it from him. So I'm using it. And anytime you you become an entrepreneur, man, I mean, your antennas are always up for different things, ideas. I mean, the problem is we have too many ideas and too many. I mean, you wake up in the morning and you 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 spurt out a, an idea you think's going to change the world. And by, by two o'clock, you're like, oh, wait, that was dumb. But it's, uh, it's the ones that you take action on that matter. And it's the ones that do take action. And a lot of us do take action. And, um, and so yeah, you know, just always having that, uh, those antennas up I was um, my co founder Kendall Johnson, who is a world class filmmaker. So what happened is spontaneous combustion. A friend of my name, uh, Nick Pavlidis from Ghostwriting Academy. Uh, did some coaching with me, some mindset stuff. And man, it wasn't, but a couple days later, I was with Kendall and we just, I asked him the simple question, you know, if money was no object, what would you want to do? And he's all, I'd love to make documentaries to change the world and change, give people hope and inspiration. I go, that's interesting. I i, I'm, I love entrepreneurship and um, I'd love to do documentaries on on entrepreneurs, you know, not Gary Vee, like you said, or Oprah Winfrey, those people are great, but uh, people just like us. And he said, well, why don't we do it? And I said, well, why not? And, uh, and so we said, well, let's, let's see if we can create a streaming service for the 65 million of us that are um, everyday entrepreneurs building six and seven figure smalls. Um, a lot of the people we profile are only a few steps ahead of, of, of us. And you know, sometimes we don't need another th- four-part framework, another workshop, another webinar. Sometimes we just need a reason to keep going. And that's the most powerful thing that Visible TV does is it, 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 we profile people that are just like us. And, um, and if we can see other people going through those same struggles, those sleepless nights and realize this is just part of the process. And I, having been on my entrepreneurial journey now um, for 13 years, 14 years, you know, having all those pains and successes and stuff. Um, we just like to profile that and get, and put, put a stage up for people to, to see and, uh, and give that hope and inspiration to everybody.
1: Well, what's so interesting? I love how the approach—you are very, very uh, focused on not getting the Mark Cubans and and all these, you know, uh, Gary V and Tony Robbins on your platform. It's more of like you just mentioned that mid tier. Um, at what point did you say, okay, you know what? This is my mission. This is the vision. This is the clarity that I have for this platform. And we're very, very, uh, you know, you 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 plant your flag and say, no, we don't want those bigger individuals. We don't want that Oprah. We want individuals like ourselves. Where, where did that come from and how did you get that clarity?
0: Well, uh, I'd like to say I was a genius, but uh, I'd be lying. So, And I also have to clarify, if Mark Cuban is listening or uh, Oprah, Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, uh, we will uh, accept an interview uh, by any entrepreneur that is a great story. So, so we wouldn't turn it down. Don't get me wrong. Um, but we prom- predominantly um, are profiling, um, you know, the, the 68 million of us that uh you know like I'm sitting in my shorts business on top shorts on the bottom you know <laughs> you know work from home take the kids to school you know but we're still generating good revenue and and an income for our families and so um and, and really when we decided to launch the streaming network we we uh, came up with the idea almost a year ago to the day it was it was a September road trip that Kendall and I took. And then uh, by October, we said, we put a stake in the ground, we're doing this, we looked at the investment involved, we looked at the launch, and we picked January 28 as our launch date. And so then I immediately, you know, I've been podcasting, I've had a, a great network of people like Justin Shank, Mike Kim, Dan Miller you know, just a a lot of uh, great people in the space. So I just tapped my network, you know, it's just like rather, you know, rather than trying to reinvent the wheel, I said, man, I know a lot of great people have really great stories. So I just started, just started with what I had. I didn't think, you know, well, we can't get Mark Cuban. So we'll, we'll wait a six months, you know, and then maybe when we get someone big, we'll try, nah, man, jump in and go for it. And so we launched with 10 people, 10 really cool personalities, all great stories. Uh, Jeff Brown from read to lead podcast, uh, David Hancock, the uh, uh, founder of Morgan James Publishing. I mean, everybody's doing some really great stuff, and um, and we just started there. So we launched with fifty um, episodes, ten people on January twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, and we've been growing ever since.
1: No, I'd love to talk a little bit about kind of the 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 people, the content creators, as well as the uh, the individuals that you've seen have like downloaded, consumed that content. Just talk a little bit about both of those. You know, maybe case studies of what you've noticed.
0: In, in case studies of who now did you say? Yeah, in case studies in, in regards to like
1: obviously the content creators and like their journey and being able to like oh wow this is awesome because you know we're having a higher level business concepts or like just sharing my story but also the people that are the viewers that are listening to it and like maybe just hearing some feedback from this journey thus far.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the big thing is that um they're almost one and the same in a lot of in a lot of ways. The the there's people that are subscribers and viewing the content and saying, wow, this was great. I really love it. I I can kick my feet up in the evening and watch something great other than the news. <laughs> and, uh, and those are people we could probably profile and we probably will. So we uh, we do a, um, we, we've been getting a lot of great feedback and mostly it's, it's, it's like-minded people. Now we are pivoting a little bit. We do predominantly, um, um, cater to 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 um uh creators or creative uh entrepreneurs, but we are also going to be launching a uh, like a three-piece um you know additional uh, I would say categories on the channel. So as we grow, we have a long-term plan here. We're also going to be incorporating a section called Impact for Profits. And that is a nonprofit um section that profiles nonprofits and tell their story. Um, One of the films that Kendall just worked on was an anthem film festival on a last month in uh, Vegas called I'm a victor. And it's about choosing to be a a victor from the black community and not a victim and very, very, very inspirational content. And so that's going to be kind of that piece. And then the other piece is we will have a, a, a more of a corporate section for um brick and mortar businesses people who have like larger employees or or uh, or a, a large agency or a you know construction company so we'll be profiling those as well so the channel's going to grow right now it's it's very creator centric but um but we're augmenting it with some other great stories and, and uh, genres this is fun
1: that's very very fun and when when you're what were what were some of the big learning experiences cuz you've been in the entrepreneur space for, for many years. What were some of the big learning cuz this is a new new platform if you will. Very similar to like any other platform but it's just slightly different the conversations and whatever. But what are some big learning experiences that you've you've you know you've 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 worked with because of building this platform?
0: Just, um, the big thing is like any business, it's like what you set out and think's going to work, uh, doesn't always work or it doesn't work as well as you thought, you know, uh, initially we launched, um, with, uh, the 50 people and I thought, okay, by, by February, we should have enough subscribers to, 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 you know, we were shooting for like 150 subscribers and we came up with about half of that, (laughs) which was great. But, you know, we were, we were, you know, earmarking uh, higher. So we would at least break even on some of our investments. And so that didn't happen. So then we had to kind of recalibrate. We're running Facebook ads. Okay. We're going to take that four grand and put it back into the paying for the, you know, the app development and, and, you know, just ship, being able to shift and being an agile entrepreneur, man, don't overthink it, you know? And yeah, you might, someone might say, well, you know, that's not very smart and uh, this, you know, you should do an analytical study and get investors input and, you know, blah, blah. I don't have time for all that. I just move. And sometimes I pay for it, you know. And, uh, but one of the things I live by and I encourage people who are trying new ideas is do it on your own cash money, you know. And that's what Kendall and I did. We invested our own capital, our own invest. So if we, and we didn't put our jeopardy, you know, we didn't mortgage a house, you know, it was, it was house money, if you will. Um, we're not going in debt. We're not getting, um, and we've been approached by other people who want to become equity, um, you know, and they're in those dollars are hard to pass by, but, I don't want to, it just adds another layer of um, pressure on you. And sometimes you can't move as quickly as you should when you, when you bootstrap it yourself. So I'm a big proponent of that. Now I know there's a lot of other sophisticated ways in those eight, eight and nine figure people. I'm not one of those. I'm in that six and seven figure space and that's how I've uh, it works for me. And uh, but I'm not knocking uh, anybody else that does it uh, the other way.
1: No, and I appreciate you sharing that. Um, and so I'd love to talk a little bit about the foundation of this a little bit in regards to like the difference, because I could imagine some people are like, well, I could get some of the same content on, on YouTube or I can sit there and l- watch this. But I know because I've, I've consumed some of your stuff, it's like, it's a difference. And I'd love for you to maybe just explain the difference and why, you know, just the, the different conversations, the different stories, the different things you learn at a higher level. Um, it's just, it, it's, it's hard to explain, but I'd love for you to just kind of dive into that for our audience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. For, for those of you who might be listening, like, man, what is this guy talking about? And so some, some people might equate it to masterclass in some ways. Um, sometimes we refer to it as we're the uh, Netflix for entrepreneurs. But what really sets our films apart is that Kendall is a world-class filmmaker, and he um, has worked um, on Netflix quality um, films. And then the big thing is he um, interned under Hans Zimmer. Now, Hans Zimmer wrote the music for Gladiator, Top Gun Maverick, um, The Avengers, and so, what? Uh, this is the magic, and what the uh, where where the idea was rooted in. And I was like, I saw an opportunity and an idea. And I said, Man, if if we can take the power of that blockbuster film, just cinematic, beautiful cinematic, uh, um, you know, production, behind that inspirational entrepreneurial story. Um, and then that's where the magic comes in. So when you watch them, it's a, it's a very, it's a very, they're real, sh- all, each, each episodes, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. And as the entrepreneur is telling their story, Kendall has re- um, scored all the music, just like a, a blockbuster. So when someone's talking about the pain they felt when they, their first business failed, or they, they lost a marriage because they were working too much, the music behind that is very much just like a movie. It's, it's, it's helping tell that story. And then all of the coloring and the cameras he uses are all, you know, Netflix quality um, t- cinematic type stuff with the coloring and stuff. So it really gives a cinematic feel to the storytelling. So it's just it's a combination of storytelling. that's very compelling with that entrepreneurial piece that makes it much different than MasterClass. You'll pick up some six strategies and stuff or how, you know. Jeff Brown failed at his first two webinars with John Lee Dumas and Jeff Goins, and then finally broke through. You know, and you'll you'll hear some of those strategies in there. But it's much more than just you know here's the five strategies on Facebook ads. You can get a, you can get that on YouTube all day. That's not what we're about, and not knocking that.
1: No and that that's why I think it's so fun because honestly you know we've seen those ma- we've seen those kind of just those trainings how to xyz right and you may be learning from this guy but you really don't know his story and this is where the opportunity to understand at a deeper level the pain the struggle the frustration and like you said there comes uh, to me almost like a a synergistic relationship now do you guys have like a community established as well so it's not just hey you know I'm able to Hey cool that was awesome I watched Shark Tank kind of experience but it was like hey maybe I can be part of it maybe I can learn more about it maybe I could you know be in his ecosystem or her ecosystem of that creator
0: yeah absolutely so inside of visible tv the um, they have we have author um, profiles with all backlinks to their websites and pdfs any um, Uh, downloads that they offer when they're on is are all there Um, and we do have a community inside of visible tv now one of the problems with the app that that frustrates me is and we're working on is is the community piece you have to be a, a paid subscriber and i wanted to make the community to be allowed to be used by anybody almost like a facebook group that you just put your email in and and we give some free access, we give what's called an insider's access, you can go kind of kick the tires and check it all out. And I want the community to be part of that. So right now, it's not part of the free um, deal, you have to be paid, but I'm trying to um, get get that changed so we can, um, uh, you know, people can post and it's a lot like a, a Facebook uh, feed or an Instagram feed where you can interact and, and uh, connect with people and, and, and so forth. So we're working on that but it's uh, it's not quite where we want it yet.
1: And this this right here is what I am so intrigued with, because, see, this is something I think TV has really struggled with a little bit. And even Netflix, where you're not able to engage with that and see other individuals, uh, because I know YouTube is very good at that. where you add the comments, and you can actually scroll down and look at all this stuff. It's like, oh, this is a lot of engagement. So this must be really good. Right. It's almost like a subconscious thing. But I love what you're saying here, Paul, where you're able to create a community, and ecosystem. Where do you because you're on the forefront of this? Two, two questions here. Where do you see the, the future of this kind of platform, this ecosystem, as well as just TV in general, like where the market's going? I know there's always going to be people, there's shows, content, fun stuff and whatever, but it's so interesting. I'm noticing where it's not these big names anymore. It's, it's the micro influencers, right, that are really making the impact and pushing everything forward. And I just find this so interesting what's happening in, uh, culturally now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, think about it. How many how many of us are cutting the cable or the direct TV? You know, we're buying the con it, everything's fragmented and it's it's only becoming more. I forget what the I think it's um the streaming market is going to be a 1.3 trillion dollar market by 2025, I think it is or 2027. It was only a a million dollar market just a few years ago and so everything is migrating that way and now it is becoming uh, more um, uh, flooded in a lot of ways. So, you know, we have, I forget, I think the average is five, four or five subscriptions. I mean, you probably have Netflix, maybe, uh, you know, uh, ESPN plus, (laughs) you know, and, and we all have all those different um, ones, but people are migrating in and out of those based on interest. You know, it's all in the, it's all in the, um, customers hands now so the old days of when i was a kid it was there was three channels abc nbc and you know we watched disney magic kingdom on sunday nights and you know they forced us to watch the commercials you know those days are long that legacy is gone and so now it's it's what the customer wants when they want it and so they might have disney plus for a while and then all of a sudden they start a business and now oh what's this uh visible tv i want to subscribe to that for for this season and so people's as people's interests shift, they shift to these these different channels. So you could look at it like, well, you know, it's flooded, you know. But I mean, um, it's it's and it it all comes back to the content and the consistency. When um podcasting first started in um 2010, um I think uh, there was roughly 200 thousand shows. Now there's like 2.1 million shows. But I saw an interesting stat the other day of those 2 million shows in the last 30 days, shows that have actually posted a show within the last 30 days is less than two, that 200,000 still. So a bunch of people come along and test the waters. They do podcasts or they do a streaming channel or a YouTube channel or whatever. And they put, put content out for you know six months and then they go, ah, this isn't no fun anymore. And then they quit. And so that's the big takeaway. It doesn't really matter the platform. It matters putting out good content, being consistent and, and making sure you're listening to your audience and serving them and, 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 and the, they'll let you know if, if it's good or not.
1: See, and this is where I I love this approach. And I love how you just you broke that down for our audience a little bit because so many times we do think, oh man, you know, even like people that want to create YouTube or like obviously maybe creators that want to reach out to you and, and say, hey, how do I? Um, how do I be a, you know, a creator on this? Uh, it's like, hey, there, there's tons of different conversations. And it may be almost, if you listen to a lot of the individuals, it may be almost the same thing, but said differently with a different story and different learning lessons and perspectives. And I think it's just, that's what's so fun about it. Now, Paul, I do want to just look back around with kind of what I've mentioned here. Um, if, if some of our audience are like, okay, I've got a big ecosystem, I've got a lot of fun. I love creating stuff. Um, are you currently still looking for creators or are you kind of maxed out right now? And we're looking for more of, you know, individuals that want to learn more from uh, from this ecosystem.
0: Both. Um, we're uh, we're actively looking for for creators. We um, we do what's called a, a branded documentary. So we come in and, um, you know, it, uh, film, film you, your brand. We have everything from what's called a little docu series, which was what a lot of the shows are on there now. But we're we can do full length documentaries with a theater release so we're working with a couple different um bigger projects and you know that gets into the the mid six figure range for those bigger theater type releases but um but if you're you know if you're a creative in, in, um uh, entrepreneur and, um you know block, uh, coach speaker consultant um that kind of a person uh, we we can do a branded documentary and and we are looking for people for that it's a great way to um you, know, you can spend money on Facebook ads. You can spend money on all kinds of legacy uh, media. But uh, a documentary can really connect the heart to the mind for your ideal clients. And and one of the really cool things we do is not only get you on um, Roku and all that and all these streaming platforms, but we can also get you on Amazon Prime and in IMDb. So you're right next to Batman and everything. And so when someone searches the IMDb uh, database or Amazon Sunday night, They're burnout because they got to go to work on Monday. They're looking for inspirational uh, content. You're an executive coach. They put in, um, you know, executive coach burnout. Your documentary happens to be strategically titled around kind of your brand. Comes up on Amazon Prime. They watch this 20 to 40 minute documentary on you and your brand behind the scenes at some of your workshops or your podcast. And bam, they're connected. They're into your ecosystem. And now you've just expanded your web of influence uh, substantially. And in a way that uh, connects uh, much, much better. The other thing we're doing too, that I'm really excited to talk about real fast is we are launching our first full length flagship documentary to demonstrate our capabilities. And it's called the Creator Revolution. Okay, so, uh, and it's, this is gonna be one of those documentaries. Like, I don't know if you remember, I don't know how old you are, uh, but uh, uh, I don't know if you remember when Vans uh, came out with their, um, their documentary in the mid, early to mid 2000, it was called uh, from the wall or off the wall, but it was about the Vans community and, and, you know, all the skateboarders and everything. It was a cool, cool documentary. So we're going to do that for the creators. And depending on um, what type of sponsorships we get from different uh, creator centric brands is this could be a full theater release too. And uh, right now we've got some really amazing guests uh, with, um, you know, John Lee Dumas, Michael Hyatt, looking at some of the younger TikToker people that I don't really know, but, uh, but need to be part of this Um, all kinds of different influencers and and creators. And and it's all about this whole shift from traditional, you know, nine to five work for the same company for 30 years and then retire to this, Hey, work from anywhere, create, whether you're, you know, you're making 30, 40 grand a year or three or 4 million a year. There's just a huge um, uh, there's a a huge, you know, space there that nobody's talking about. And I don't know if you're like me, um, uh, Christian, Sometimes people say, "What is it that you do?" I don't understand. I mean, you don't go to job, work every day. I mean, you you know you don't go to a building. You know what is it you do? You say, "Well, go to Amazon Prime, look up the Creator Revolution, and watch that, and then you'll understand, because uh, it'll really break that thing apart and and let people know what it is what, that we all do."
1: And, dude, that is so awesome that you're on the forefront talking about this because, see, what's so interesting is even though we've seen a lot of create, uh, you know, micro influencers, content creators, there's still a huge, massive market. I mean, this is just explosive. And I think we're still just on the forefront of it. Uh, and, and it's not even hit really mainstream. Uh, so that's really exciting, though, that you're, you're pushing that out. And you said that's already been launched, correct? Well, we're, yeah,
0: we're, we have a temporary landing page. Um, Kendall's working on the trailer right now. So we that's one of the things we did at Podcast Movement. We captured a lot of B-roll. We went around asking people, what is a creator? Because everybody's – and we got all these really fabulous answers because it really d- – it depends on your perspective there's no right or wrong answer so we're going to be putting that into a trailer and then we're we're talking to some creator-centric brands like convert kit and um, you know I'm, i was hoping to hit mark cuban up for fireside chat you know w- those types of brands that serve this community we'd like to get some um sponsorships behind it because then that'll help us launch it into the uh into the into the theater space and really kind of create that uh that, uh, that buzz and that kind of indie, indie uh, um, change, change film that, that we hope that it can be and, and provide that wonderful inspiration and hope for everybody.
1: What do you think most people get wrong when they are developing their content creators? And I, I know you've been in this space for a while. You work with a lot of coaches, call, you know, consultants, service providers, author speakers. What do you think they get wrong?
0: Say uh, get wrong with, oh, with content? Yeah, the content creation.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes we overcomplicate it or whatever. I just love to get your perspective because you're on the forefront of it, and obviously you've got this incredible ecosystem, production system, process, and as well as distribution platforms. So, but I was just curious, like when you're when you're working with a lot of these players, um, whether they they are maybe doing great in their business and they want to create and publish more content, and they've heard a lot of that. I just was curious, like what are some things that you've noticed, like red flags that a lot of people get wrong in the content creation space
0: yeah I think it's from my perspective. I think this is a, there's no right or wrong answer here, but from my perspective, there's two things. One is that um is that a a lot of times, and I was guilty of this too is is just splatting against the wall everything you know, let's throw an Instagram up, a Facebook, a LinkedIn, a web page, a blog, an email, a podcast, and we're splatting stuff everywhere with no no consistency and no brand identity across all those platforms. So you go to Facebook and they've got pictures of. You know, eating barbecue with your family, which is great. And then you go to Instagram, and it's something different. And then you go to LinkedIn, and it's totally something different. You know, and so having all of that uh, uh, um, branded uh, the same is a big uh, help. And then, um, and then the other thing is is making the content all about you. You know, you know, at the end of the day, nobody cares about you, your message, or anything. It, it's it, it, Your customer always asks, "What's in it for me?" If you're still listening, you're probably going. Uh, when you first started hearing Christian talk and introduce me, you're going, what's in it for me? And then something that he said, or I said, ca- captured your interest. And now you're tuned in because maybe there's something here. Maybe there's something about this channel that's interesting. That can help me in my business. I want to know more. So now you're, you're listening. If you're into horses and uh, horse racing and uh, you know how to make horses faster, you probably tuned out or you're not even listening anymore because there's nothing in this conversation that really helps you. And so make your content about your ideal clients or your, you know, John Lee Dumas talks about having your ideal avatar, you know, there's a lot of different ways about that, but being, being very specific on how uh, you, you help those people and make it about them, not you. Wow.
1: Love that advice. Love that. And I appreciate you just, you know, stopping there for a second, just kind of sharing what you've seen, definitely working with so many content creators and just simplifying it. Now I would love to talk, you know, coming back to the creator revolution, uh, how can they reach out to that? Where, where, where can they go? To learn yeah, more about
0: that So we have a temporary pretty cruddy landing page but uh you can sign up to be on the mailing list i mean i just threw it together we got we got some people working on that and we're gonna have a trailer there soon but go to the creator revolution the creator revolution movie.com. it's a little long i know but uh um if you type that in it'll it'll take you to a landing page and, um, and it'll say, and then it, it'll have, it just has a single button and you can opt in and we'll, we'll get you notified of where that's going to be released and, and how and all those updates and stuff.
1: Now, I want to bring something up and it's going to get a little technical. And the reason why is because I have just become more aware of this a little bit. So we've all heard of YouTube and, uh, you know, obviously content creators, we love YouTube. However, the one thing's uh, one thing I've noticed much more now is YouTube is actually very focused on controlling that copyright, and you cannot distribute it anywhere else. And they're they're very very stringent on that. And as a content creator, and it was interesting, I was talking to someone, and they they had this amazing like yoga thing, and they did a the cool exercise, and it went it went viral. And she said it was actually very interesting because I could not actually use that anywhere else I could integrate with my website I could do all that fun stuff like I get it but I couldn't like put it on Apple mm. TV if I wanted to I couldn't I had to recreate it I couldn't do all this other stuff all these other contracts because it was owned a copyright and I love for you to just talk about I know we're getting a little technical aspect but I think there's that's something that a lot of people I was not aware of it and as you start really building more and more content and again YouTube is got it's beautiful it's, it's wonderful but like individuals like yourself I don't Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you can uh, repurpose that content on YouTube as well as your platform because of the copyright situation. Is that correct? Or,
0: well, we write all our own music and create our own content, so I um I don't I don't there's well, uh,
1: well if you guys put it in house you that creator can't repurpose that and put it up on YouTube.
0: Because otherwise oh, it would be. Um, no, we what, what, the way we work with our creators and our and our, our people is we we do what's called a non-exclusive license for both. So you get copies of everything and can use it however you want. If you want to put it on YouTube, that's fine. Um, uh, we we allow that. We we put the we put the power back in the people. So uh, what we want to do is we'll create a beautiful piece for you and and then um, and we want to retain rights to put it on our channel. And so that's creates that win-win. And so we, we've had several uh, creators that have paid for, we're fi- getting ready to film a book launch in a few weeks uh, for uh, for Teresa McCoy, and, uh, who's got a new book coming out. And so she's going to get copies of all that. She can repurpose it however she wants. Um, we retain rights um, uh, to air it on Visible TV in perpetuity. So we... We're creators, so we're we're not looking to to, to circumvent that. And the good thing is, because everything's created by Visible TV for the uh, for our um, clients, um, you get all of the uh, uh, you know it's all it's all not, the the music is all original. So there's no, and that was one of the the issues we had when we were setting up our apps on Roku, especially Apple. They're like we had to sign like four affidavits, give a little bit of blood. I mean, it was a it was a process. Saying no, we write all our all our Kendall writes all of that original music, and it's it's it, we use no repurposed music at all on our channel. Uh, it's like Libsyn with your podcast. If you try to use you know uh, Running with the Devil from Van Halen, you're probably gonna get shut down by Libsyn or uh, the podcast platforms because of that. So we don't have those issues because we write all our own music.
1: And I want to just foot stomp this for the for our audience. Many of you may or may not understand the importance of what he just said, but that is huge. And I, I just appreciate you kind of diving in that. It's a little technical, but it's very, very important. So what you're saying, Paul, is your platform is non-exclusive where hey, you know what? I can take this amazing, beautiful, top-notch Disney kind of mindset, kind of, you know, quality and production and distribute it to whatever platforms I have because it's mine and it's still mine, but I'm leveraging your amazing ecosystem. Correct?
0: Absolutely. As long as you've worked with us to create that. I mean, like you can't just screenshot our channel and then go repurpose it. We would have to have a conversation, but if you're, <laughs> one, of right. our, if you're one of our guests that have paid for a docu-series or a full-length documentary, you you retain all those rights and, and privileges um, to, to use it however how it serves you best. And I just want
1: to, I want to share that. I know we kind of get a little in the technical aspect, like I said, but I think that's just so important because again, having ownership of that, your own content. And uh, there are so many situations where I've heard where they get in these deals and it's like, oh, I don't actually own this. You actually own it. I'm just the creator of it. And it's, it's, it's just sad to be in that situation. So definitely, before you hit the mainstream and really go viral or something. You wanna make sure you got, you got the, this amazing content. I love this. Um, how can uh, Paul, how can our audience either one reach out to you if they wanna be more of a creator um, and what, what are the requirements that you're kind of looking for and as well as maybe the industries? Cause I know you're not just in the business and entrepreneur, you're also in the other you know, categories. And then secondly, how can they reach out to you of course, in regards to uh, consuming more of this content and learning more from your platform?
0: Yeah, yeah. Anybody listen to the podcast today, I would encourage you to go to visibleTV.com and click on the the join for free there. We have what's called insiders access. And um, you can get uh, you can get in there and kick the tires and uh, see what some of the films look like. Uh, Each week we do put out some how to uh, what we call visible TV university content, which is more uh, traditional, like here's the five steps on email marketing, but you also get access to um, to some of the great films that we have on there. And if you like it, you can sign up. If you don't, you, you can just keep your free access and so forth. So just go to visible and check that out. And then if you are a, uh, a creative entrepreneur, a, um, a company, uh, a nonprofit, and you have a story to tell, and you want to do it in a beautiful cinematic uh, you know Netflix quality uh, film that can be on Amazon and Roku and all these streaming platforms. Contact me at um, Paul at VisibleTV.com, or you can look me up on social. And and maybe you can put some of my uh, social handles in the show notes here, Christian. Uh, but really, what we're talking about is a branded documentary. So getting a branded documentary around your story and your um, business and everything in that behind the scenes follow you around kind of like that reality show kind of deal but in a in a in a netflix quality production we can help you with that and uh, much better investment than chasing facebook ads that never do anything or legacy media um, and we can help you get out in front of the right people for your uh, for your business
1: and guys, those links will be in the description below. So make sure you reach out. And again, just the importance of, you know, uh, just this higher quality. And, and you have to understand kind of Paul's uh, ecosystem. He's working with these individuals that have literally worked with these massive, big production, you know, 21st Century, Disney Plus, I mean, all these all these beautiful movies and production, they know what they've done, and so you're working with them and being able to, like, leverage some of their amazing resources, their knowledge, and being able to leverage it for your own platform as well and your brand, uh, it's just it's just beautiful, and they know how to structure that documentary, so it really resonates with the audience, which is going to be fun, uh, yeah. and I love that. Uh, Paul, I uh, just appreciate your immense knowledge. I love what you're doing. I love just kind of the massive push you're doing uh, and also working with those, those mid-tier and just saying, hey, you know what, we want to add value to them and and add value to their ecosystem and their audiences. Um, And I always love to ask my guests before I let you go, is there any last words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our audience?
0: (laughs) Oh, man, I should have been ready for this one. I usually have one ready, but uh, uh, words of wisdom, man, just get in the game. Don't be discouraged. Um, You know, uh, everybody you look up to on, on the reels and everything, you know, turn that crud off and get to work on your game and, and focus on you're running your own race. You know, don't compare yourself to all these other people. And, and, you know, we're all guilty of it. I mean, I'm sure, you know, Tony Robbins, everybody, you know, has those moments of, of doubt and everything, but, uh, but the quickest way to get where you want to go to achieve the successes that you want to do is, is focus on your game. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, Michael Phelps picture, you know, and, and his competitor was looking at him. Michael Phelps was looking at the at the target. He was about one stroke ahead of him when he won all those golds. And so be Michael Phelps. Don't be the other guy in the lane looking at his competition.
1: I love it. That is my friend, Paul Klein, the CEO and co-founder of Visible TV. Guys, that is Journey with Christian De Evans podcast. Until next time, be uncommon if you can.